creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. September was Rail Safety Month, and today on Culture Click, we speak with Cheryl Cummings, Director of Minnesota Operation Lifesaver. Cheryl tells us what Operation Lifesaver is, what the organization does for communities, and how you can get involved in your own community. The message is simple. See tracks, think train. Stick around. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Minnesota Operation Lifesaver Director Cheryl Cummings. Today on Culture Click. Uh, Hello, Cheryl. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Very good. Um, Trying to stay safe out there. We have a lot of train tracks here in Winona, so uh, especially right next to campus. So this is, I think, uh, very good information for people. Um, First off, uh, can you just kind of describe for us what what actually is Operation Lifesaver and what do you guys do? Operation Lifesaver is actually an international um, organization, of independent organizations, I should say, but we're international in uh, scope. Uh, Minnesota, obviously, is a, an independent 501c3 nonprofit here in the state of Minnesota. We are considered a member organization of Operation Lifesaver Incorporated, which is our national organization. They help bring together partners all across the country and beyond to develop our educational resources and materials that we use to raise awareness and provide free education to the public, um, people of all ages, about making safer decisions around tracks or trains. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, about every three hours, a person or a vehicle is hit by a train in this country alone. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I was looking at some of the statistics, and... Um um, it's quite surprising. It's because it's something that's not in the forefront of our minds all the time, you know. Um, how how did you yourself get involved with the organization? I personally have been here for uh, about eight years. I was new, back, mo- newly moved back to Minnesota. Um, obviously, a state near and dear to my heart. Uh, most of the most of my life spent here, and uh, was at home with two little babies and looking for a way that I could be making a difference in my community when this opportunity came up and I had fond memories of Operation Lifesaver volunteers coming to my classroom when I was a very young child um, to talk about how to make safe decisions and how to prevent tragedies. Um, and that, that, was, that was kind of the deal right there. I knew this was where I was supposed to be. Nice. Very nice. Um, how about, uh, what, speaking of like, volunteer events and things like that like what kind of events do you guys hold and what and what kind of things do you do to uh, educate the public so throughout the year we have volunteers all across the state we're always looking for more volunteers of any age Um, we provide free training and we provide access to all of our nationally developed materials Um, we help people develop and their speaking skills we help them build connections within their own communities and really make a difference Um, but we provide presentations both in person and virtual um, to children, to school groups, to driver's ed, um, to school bus drivers, to professional drivers. We even have programs that are specifically designed and post-credited for law enforcement and first responders. So we really do speak to everybody. Um, And with Rail Safety Week especially, we try to highlight all of the different things that we have available as an organization and cram them all into one week. (laughs) Um, So it's it's been a busy week, and we're really excited. We're kind of wrapping it up 
um, here this, you know, today and through the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're just really excited about the impact that we've made. Um, and it's actually in the state of Minnesota, Rail Safety Awareness Month. So we'll kind of be wrapping that up at the beginning of next week as well. So oh. we're just so happy to have the partners that we do across the state. Um, and Winona particularly, we were down um, this week, and we just couldn't be more happy with the amount of support. Um, we were met with the chief of police, um, the sheriff's department, the police, uh, the fire department, um, the city council, um, and can- city councilman um, Rosorki came down, and uh, he... I may have mispronounced that name, so please <laughs> forgive me. That's a, that's a challenging one. I think we all um, do at times. <laughs> and and uh, obviously the new mayor, Sherman, also came down as well. Um, we were most happy to also welcome um, the provost from the Winona State University yes. and the Winona State University paper as well. And we just had a great showing of support. Um, all around town, uh, what we have been working on specifically, if I can jump into that topic yeah, now, sure. is we have, a, we call it a sidewalk stenciling program. So our key safety message is a pretty straightforward one. It's see tracks, think trains, mm-hmm. because as you had mentioned, it's so easy for us to become complacent, uh, especially if you live in an area where you start to see trains on a regular basis or the tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is that we're at highest risk of getting into an incident or something happening when we're crossing tracks that we see on a regular basis. Right. Um, because, again, we get complacent, we get distracted, we get busy. We mm-hmm. all do. It's not a matter of, you know, your personality <laughs> or who you are. It's just something that happens to all of us. And so what we've been doing is particularly in areas where you have a lot of pedestrian traffic, which obviously Winona does, uh, which is fantastic. But we have this sidewalk sample program, and what we do is we go to a community, we get their support, and then we put these sidewalk stencils down. We um, spray it directly onto the sidewalk, and it is our C-Track train message. That way, when we're walking and possibly looking down at our phones or a mobile device mm-hmm. or talking with our friends as we're walking, we're going to see that on the ground in front of our feet. And that's going to be that gentle reminder that hopefully somebody might need in order to make sure that they stop and look before they cross those tracks. Right, right. I think there's two things, too, that really struck me there that, you know, it's on the sidewalk. So like you said, if we're like looking at our phones, things like that, you're going to you're going to catch that. And also that, you know, I think, you know, some people might ask, well, why not just put up more signs that say that? But then, like you mentioned, we get complacent when we see these things all the time and we're around it, you know. So I think it's important to have those extra little signs sometimes just to keep that in mind that, you know, hey, stay safe because, you know, just because you're around this all the time, well, you know, tomorrow could be a mishap, you know, so. Absolutely. And that's one reason why we've really, it's been a great opportunity for us. We try to prioritize coming down to the Winona area during our Rail Safety Week because it is a big week for us and obviously an important community for us. We've been partners with for many years. Um, And, you know, with putting those um, symbols down, not all the time, as you mentioned, not having a permanent sign, 
it's something that's new and it's something that attracts the attention um, because it's not there all the time. Right. Um, Definitely. Um, I want to go back a little bit. You mentioned um, virtual events as well. Uh, will those be available to view, like, say, online, like after Rail Safety Week and Rail Safety Month? So uh, we don't have anything recorded at this time, okay. but we do offer our presentations virtually. Um, so if, for example, there is a class or a group or an organization that's looking, um, even a company, we've we do plenty of presentations for companies or for, you know, um, after, what do you call it, like extracurricular groups as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have presentations and materials for all types of ages and all types of audiences. And we can provide those um, virtually, um, whether that be via like a Google Meets or a Zoom. Um, we also have literally hundreds of materials on our website, which is oli.org. That one's pretty easy to remember. (laughs) And um, we have free videos um, for all ages. We have free lesson plans for educators and for student educators. Um, And we, we love to share that with as many people as we can. Yeah. Um, how about, you did mention volunteers before, too. Um, if someone goes to the website, will they be able to volunteer there? And what kind of what kind of opportunities are there for volunteers? Absolutely. So if you go to oli.org, mm-hmm. um, on the top there, one of the first things you're going to see is volunteer for OL. Um, it's a pretty straightforward process. Um, like I said, we do try to provide as much guidance and training for people as possible because we really want them to be able to have the tools they need to develop into community leaders, really, Mm -hmm. um, to be able to speak to their peers um, and to others about making safe decisions around tracks and trains. So the way our volunteer process works is it starts off as a virtual process. You fill out an application. There's an online module that takes half an hour, maybe an hour for some people. Just depends on how much time you put into it. And then we have uh, what we call face-to-face training. Um, We have been doing those via Zoom as well. Um, So it does not matter where you are located, which is actually, frankly, for our organization, a huge benefit. Right. Because you don't have to worry about people traveling or getting as much time off of work and all of Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, You can just set, you know, a three-hour block of time and um, and just talk to each other face-to-face, uh, virtually, that is. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. um, but we really try to give you guys as much material and um, guidance as possible there, and that's really just the start of the journey. Right. From that point, um, you know, volunteers kind of transition to working directly with me about what their goals are, who they want to reach out to, and, you know, what kind of guidance they need. And, um, you know, those opportunities can really vary. We have some people that join our group and stay with us for years, and the only thing that they like to do is go to, like, a state fair or an event where they can be in a big event and talk to lots of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are other people who really like to, you know, talk to, you know, adults. There are other people who really like to talk to kids. Um, And we're always open to having volunteers who want to provide us with some other skills. You know, if there are volunteers that have skills in writing or 
and, you know, if they know how to use social media or they want to write grants or other types of things like that. There's lots of opportunities for volunteering. Nice. So there's opportunities all over in the organization with any kind yep. of level in. And I really and all over the state too. Uh, yeah, and all over the state. I was just going to say, and I really like that it's uh, that you can get virtual training because that just shows like it's not just for say like Winona. You know, it could be a smaller community that has a railroad going through it, and yep. uh, you just want to talk to your uh, uh, your neighbors and fellow citizens about safety. You know, so that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. And that's oli dot org, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. And I'm assuming that's Operation Lifesaver Initiative. Operation Lifesaver Incorporated. Incorporated. Ah. Yeah. I was close. That, that's our national <laughs> office. Okay. Fantastic. That's actually a really cool thing about it is that when you apply to become a volunteer, you actually apply to our national office. And then depending on what state you live in, your state coordinator, might, like myself, would be the person who would work with you directly okay. and coordinate your experience and your journey as a volunteer. But because we're a national program, once you're through that process, you actually can volunteer anywhere in the country. Oh, wow. Um, so it's actually a really a nationwide project in that respect, which is great for college students because, you know, if you're, you may not live in Minnesota full-time. You might be from a different state. Right. If you're going to school in Winona. <laughs> you could be from a different part of the state or even a different state altogether. Oh, that is fantastic. There are opportunities real, literally for everyone, aren't there? I just want to kind of give a shout out there. Any students, Winona State or otherwise, that are listening, uh, this could be a very good opportunity for you to volunteer for a good organization and uh, get a little travel in and meet some people. In our Rail Safety Month, yep, we'll be mm-hmm. wrapping up at the end of September. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and that's every year is September and... Um, is it like kind of roughly the last week in September is Minnesota's week then? Or? Yep, absolutely. It's usually the month of September. It's Rail Safety Awareness Month. Um, for us in Minnesota, we felt like we really wanted to be able to expand our opportunities to really highlight those, um, those things that we're doing. And uh, Rail Safety Week is generally the last full week of September. Okay. Every year, and actually, it's the it's North American Rail Safety Week. Oh, okay. Um, Canada, Mexico, and the United States all recognize it the same week. Okay, nice, nice. Are there volunteer opportunities across the borders like that to uh, like Canada or Mexico, or uh, because we are umbre- we are under the umbrella of our national office, Operation Lifesaver Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our opportunities are within the United States. Okay. However. Um, you can always contact um, Operation Lifesaver Canada um, or the Federation of Railroads in Mexico who manages the the Operation Lifesaver program down there. Okay, nice. I've been talking to Cheryl Cummings. Uh, She's the Executive Director of Minnesota Operation Lifesaver. Uh, It is part of the national organization Operation Lifesaver, Inc., um, and the website uh, corresponds to that. It's oli.org if you want more information. There's tons of volunteer opportunities, and uh, it's just a great organization because it's something uh, we should all keep in mind is railroad safety. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Cheryl. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to speaking with you every year and really excited to, uh, to hear what people have to say about some of the stuff on the website there, too. Right, right. And we'll look out for those uh, chalk stencils on the, uh, around the railroad tracks around town here. 
fantastic. I hope you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again to Minnesota Operation Lifesaver Director Cheryl Cummings for joining us today on Culture Click. For more information on rail safety and Minnesota Operation Lifesaver, go to oli.org. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune in to Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've been talking about rail safety with Minnesota Operation Lifesaver Director Cheryl Cummings on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Mm-hmm.